Welcome to the Sports Nuts Sports Betting Zone podcast with Kenny White from Kenny White Sports, brought to you by Kenny White Sports and thepowerratings.com. All right. Kenny, Randall are here. Mike's on uh, vacation, I think. <laughs> um, Randall's going to start off the show today, Kenny, with a couple of questions for you. I get to sit back here in the studio and not do a thing. Take off, Randall. All right, Kenny. So last week, uh, the Raiders beat the Dolphins, becoming the first team in NFL history to start 3-0 and uh, with all their wins coming from uh, teams who won 10 plus games the previous year. Uh, in this spot, the Raiders this week are 0 and 18 uh, when they play on turf in between home games. Uh, you've got an undefeated uh, Raiders team catching three against the Chargers. I think it's three and a half now. Um, I'm on the Chargers here. If I can buy it down to three, what, do, what are your thoughts? Well, that's some good information, Randall. It's amazing. Uh, it's great how deep that you do go on these games. I used <laughs> as many trends as I can, and I'm I'm, I'm very uh, quantitative. So everything has to have a value for me. So, I, I and, and it's got to make sense to me as well. So I I don't use grass and home field as any difference because these guys have been playing on this their entire careers uh, high school fields now have turf on them colleges most are turf some are grass um so i i don't i don't use turf or, or grass or uh, artificial pat or any of those and get points too because overall the all of the uh, surveys i've done there there haven't been any big differences in in any of those from so you you've come up with a spot though that you know that I have never researched um, in between home games, um, which I still don't know how that really matters or affects how they're going to play this week. Uh, so I, I'm, I'll, I'm, I'll take a look at that. Now, as for going 3-0 and against teams that started with 10-plus wins, that's an amazing start. But every, every season's different, and we expect those 10-plus teams to roll over to the next season to be good again. But so far, the Baltimore Ravens have looked uh, a, right about a little above average. Pittsburgh has looked well, well below average. And this Dolphin team they played is really a bad football team. So they just weren't ready. They're coming off two emotional wins. They didn't play well. They had the pick six for a touchdown. Uh, but the Dolphin Dolphin team is really, I, I think, struggling. I don't know. Uh, I, I'm not high on the coaching staff right now after watching this Dolphin team this past weekend. And even though they made it close, uh, I just thought they did a horrible job of coaching. They should have won that game easily. They probably should have won that game by three touchdowns. And uh, they went to overtime and they lost the game. So I feel like they've really underachieved as a, as a coaching staff. Now, the Chargers, on the other hand, this team looks good. Looks like a good head coach. I mean, he's... Uh, he looks like he's got the player's attention. He's got a, uh, uh, he looks at the detail, and he looks like he's a player's coach as well, uh, calling his quarterback a gangster. Uh, looks like he, uh, his guys uh, are focused and ready to play. Um, I could see this as a spot for the Raiders now. Anytime a team has to come from behind and win, they start to get that feeling they can do that almost any weekend, and that's that's definitely not true. It's hard to turn and turn on and off that nozzle. Um, I, I, I made the Chargers a little higher than three and a half here. Um, I, I think even the money line might be a better play. I don't buy down to a tie either. 
I'll never buy to a tie. I'm going to buy a half a point. I'm going to buy a half a point to win the game. So my suggestion is you buy a full point and get to two and a half to win it, or you go to the money line to win it. All right. (laughs) Randall, next question, buddy. Yeah, Kenny. So we talked about the Dolphins last week on the show. Uh, Prior to last week, teams who were shut out uh, since 2018 were 9-3 and against the spread um, the following week. Uh, unfortunately, uh, this is back in the back in play this week uh, with the lonely Jets. Do you have any thoughts on that game? I think uh, I feel like I have to play that game. Um, you know, after being shut out in Denver, but man, it's a it's a scary game. Yeah, see, Bob, I know you're a smart man because see, you 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 gravitate to smart people like Randall to have around <laughs> you. So, yeah, that smart people bring smart people around them, and Randall, That's right. you know, great stuff. Uh, I was, uh, you know, it was one of the big reasons I did play the Dolphins last week as well. You gave me that trend. Uh, I researched it. It was uh, a matter of fact. It was a good trend. I it made sense to me. That's a common sense thing. You get shut out at home. And then you go on the road, and I've seen this for so many teams over 30 years. Teams put pressure on themselves sometimes on their home field. Most teams obviously play well on their home fields, but some, when they aren't putting too much pressure to win for the fan base, it's it's a so much the pressure comes off your shoulders the weight of the fan base comes off your shoulders when you go on the road and the other team doesn't take you quite as seriously as they should because hey they got shut out last week at home we're gonna beat this team we just walk out there and that's what the raiders thought they could walk out there i think tennessee will do the same thing here and again everything's got to be quantitative to me so i after doing the research on that i feel like that's worth a good two and a half points to the betting line so if I make Tennessee 14 and I take that two and a half off and I have Tennessee 11 and a half, I'm still playing Tennessee. I'm laying the points. I made my adjustment because of that trend. It's just the Jets are so bad. They can't live up to the trend. Now, if I only made the game seven and I adjusted it two and I make it four and a half, now now I'm going to say, yeah, I've got to play on this game. So I, I, said, I recommend that to everybody when using trends that we uh, – uh, get a quantitative value for that trend, make your own betting line, and then come up with a number for that game. And uh, that that will that will that will keep you on games, take you off games, and uh, maybe have a uh, no bet on a game. So I, th- I think that's the best way to go on that. And let me get let me look at the numbers real quick. I have the Jets a 93 and a half. I have Tennessee a 102 and a half, a nine point difference on the road, no home advantage. Two and a half points for the uh, trend. My line's going to be six and a half Tennessee. Okay. I bet you. I bet you that the general public jumps all over the Titans and drives this line up to nine, nine and a half. Well, and it's a it's a perfect teaser number right now at seven and a half. I mean, I say it's perfect. It's a good teaser number. You can get the Titans down to one and a half. So um, I got to think that the Titans are on every every teaser card out there and probably every money line parlay. But yeah, it's, yep, uh, you're it's right. hard to back the Jets. They're bad. All right, let, let's yeah. move. Let's move on. That's that's good. Hey, I, I got an idea. I'm not. I, don't bet the Jets. Okay, that's a terrible team. <laughs> All right, thoughts on the Broncos, given that they played three teams that are combined zero and nine, and I know you're high on them. Are we? Are we? Are we riding that Bronco train? 
Yeah, we will. I mean, the line dictates everything I do, Bob. So if if the if the Broncos start to get overinflated now, uh, yeah, I'm going to have to go against them at one point. Um, I was high on this Bronco team over eight and a half wins, uh, plus a dollar thirty to make the playoffs, and I I really love the defense and love the quarterback and the head coach right now. Vic Fangio's doing a good job. So, but again, it's all all to do with the line. Uh, Baltimore is going to be a hungry team coming into this football game. Uh, maybe not. They got lucky. They went with the long 66-yard field goal and a record-setting field goal. Maybe they aren't hungry. Maybe because they win that game, they're 2-1. and one. But they do know they're going up against a 3-0 and o team who could be a fraudulent 3-0 and o team because of the strength of schedule they've played so far. So, again, it's going to be all up to the numbers for me. Uh, this one really comes down close. There are some injuries for both teams that need to be factored in later on in the week. Okay. All right. All right. Kenny, you know I'm a St. Louis guy. Born and raised in St. Louis. And you know that we've kind of gotten screwed over by the NFL a couple of times. What are the odds of St. Louis getting an expansion team, an NFL expansion team, given that they're probably going to win this lawsuit against the NFL, it's not looking good for the NFL and Kroenke and Jones. Can I? Can you put any odds on that? <laughs> so now making odds on this, so do you and Randall get to bet real money against my odds? <laughs> I need to know that first. <laughs> All right. Because, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I can make odds on anything if I know nobody's going to make a bet on it. That'll be easy. Um, no, you guys can't bet on this. I'm going to say the St. St. Louis is going to get a football team, and it's a minus $5 favorite, plus three three fifty. I'll even give them the take back. And it's a uh, no, you will not get a football team. But, yes, minus $5. Okay. That, might be a terrible, that might be a terrible price because – this could be a foregone conclusion, and St. Louis is going to get a football team, and my minus $5 is a very bad price. <laughs> All right. Okay. We are the Sports Not Sports Betting Zone podcast with Kenny White, and it's brought to you by Kenny White Sports, and Kenny's going to tell you all about Kenny White Sports. Thanks, Bob. Yeah, we've got a lot of great stuff going on. Uh, the NFL... Uh, power ratings, the college power ratings, that is under the Kenny White Sports brand. It's the powerratings.com inside Kenny White Sports where you get the updated projected updated power ratings for each team and the projected final scores for all games that have not been played. And very, very fun. Very exciting. All right. We're adding the NBA, the NHL, and college basketball over the next month. And we don't do preseason hockey. We don't do preseason NBA because we don't know who's playing in those games. But we will have updated power ratings to begin the season for you for the NBA and NHL five to seven days before the season starts. You'll be able to make your own lines, your own totals. We actually do it for you. But if you like to do it yourself, you can do it yourself. We'll do it for you. We'll do the projected line and total for every single game for the entire season. And also at Kenny White Sports, there's great content. we got great writers. They're going to give you updates on how the sportsbooks did last week. Uh, maybe whether it's a uh, golf tournament coming up this week, they'll write an article on it. Maybe it could be UFC. doesn't matter. It's all over, the, all over no matter what's, what's out there in betting. They're writing articles about it. And then also i got six great handicappers on the site that if you don't want to do the work, you don't want to put the time in, get back, let us do the work. You win. You take the credit. There you go. KennyWhiteSports.com, folks. Go check it out. All right. We're going to just kind of motor through these next few questions. Kenny, starting off with 
Uh, if Texas runs the table in college football, are they in the playoff? Well, right now I have, you know, my, my playoff picture starts out the same as everyone else's, Alabama and Georgia. My third team's Oklahoma, and I know they're not a, a, a big choice right now to a lot of people. They are 4-0. They have gotten by. They're just getting by, and I think this team will get better as the season goes along. I believe in Lincoln Riley. I believe in Spencer Rattler. I believe they'll find some playmakers at wide receiver to start stretching the field and make that offense dynamic like it has been the last five years. Cincinnati is the next team I've got in. Mississippi following, and then Mississippi plays Alabama this week, so that could change quick. Oregon from the from the Pac-12, and then Texas. So they, they are right now my seventh team, but the, the one game that could change that very quickly is that Red River rivalry and uh, Texas and Oklahoma. If the Longhorns upset the Sooners, Texas will definitely be in the playoff picture. And, See, and yes, if they, they run the table, yeah, well, they would have to win that game. They run the table. Texas would be in the uh, college football playoff. And guys, I, I'm going to say this right now, that I don't think they'll be an undefeated team other than maybe Cincinnati, and Cincinnati has to beat Notre Dame this week. Yeah. And I think there might be a little bit of struggle with that. So I'm going to say no undefeated teams in college football, and I'm going to say there's a two-loss team that makes the college football playoff. Okay. All right. So, I, you know, looking at the AP Top 25 just blows my mind from week to week sometimes. NC State, which all three of us are high on, beats Clemson. Is, is number 23. They don't even move up. They stay. Clemson drops several spots. How does that happen, Kenny? Well, they, they had an anchor weighted to them. They just dropped 16 spots in the AP poll. Uh, you know, very knee-jerk, knee-jerk reaction. Uh, I still have Clemson the third best team in college football. They have that kind of talent. And, and that kind of talent will, will come through. The only problem is is when you lose, you know, the team like Clemson has championship aspirations. And anytime a team does, and there's usually about 16 to 20 teams per year that think they can win it all. And of those teams, when they lose and they are definitely out of it, they have a tremendous letdown the following week. They don't show up at all. And I'm afraid of that with Clemson, that that could happen to them. Unless Dabo Sweeney is a magician and can talk this team into it that, hey, we still have a chance with two losses. Right. Everybody's going to have a loss. Everybody's going to have a loss. And and if we can run the table with two losses, we are getting in. We will get a ticket. If he can make them believe that, I think they could run the table. Uh, so I think they're still in it. NC State, um, they're going to have to beat North Carolina at the end of the year. And if they do, they'll be playing Clemson again for the – for the ACC championship, the problem is Clemson will have revenge in that game, and Clemson's the better football team. They'll they'll end up getting their revenge. So the AP does a little overrating, I think, at times, and and jumps the gun. The Big Ten's overrated, in my opinion. They got two teams in the top five. I mean, come on, Penn State is not going to make the college football playoffs. Why? No, they're not. As, I, as I gave you, yeah, as I gave you my top seven. We didn't talk about Penn State, and you're right. If the playoffs started today for the AP, Penn State's playing Alabama in that first-round game, and that point spread would be Alabama somewhere around uh, 17 and a half to 20. So uh, <laughs> there you I, go. I I agree with you wholeheartedly that that's uh, 
you know, a fallacy in the AP poll that they're really a popularity poll and they're basically uh, ranked off of win-loss records. Okay. And that's not fair. It's not fair. It's because who you play. Right, right, and Who right. you play and when you play them. Right. I thought the strength of schedule and all that was supposed to fit in, but evidently not. All right. Final question. So far through this season, how are you handica- handicapping the, the Heisman race? Well, that's been a you know an up and down race. Uh, so many different players. I, I thought that Sam Howell and Spencer Rattler were the definite odds-on favorite, with uh, Matt Corral from from Mississippi being the third choice. Uh, but there's definitely been some you know love for Bryce Young. Um, uh, I think there's another quarterback up there now that's the favorite. I don't have the odds in front of me right now. Okay. Um, but the, the odds have gone up and down. And I think right now Matt Corral is really the guy that I have circled for, for the Heisman. And if he beats Alabama this weekend uh, with the lane train, uh, they could run the table. They're that good. Uh, and Matt Corral would be the Heisman Trophy winner if he can beat the Alabama team this weekend. So look for some odds on Matt Corral. But you know what? If, you didn't get him early. You might have missed the boat. He was at 25 to 1, 30 to 1 in a lot of polls early in the season before the year started. Right. All right, folks. That takes care of the Sports Nut Sports Betting Zone podcast with Kenny White from Kenny White Sports. See you next week.